0: Welcome to another episode of Power Principles, the principles that you can apply to your life simply to live long and strong. Let's dive in. All right, let's dive into the next Power Principle. Now, what you need to understand is that if you take one individual Power Principle and you focus on that, your life will improve, no doubt. But if you take all of them and you stack them one on top of another, you'll multiply and amplify the benefits that you get. Right? Your your life will be incomparable to what it was before if you follow these things and you pay attention to them. So let's go, to, let's go into this one because this is an important one. It's known by a lot of people but not applied or overlooked. People think about it but they kind of semi-ignore it. So this one is sleep. right? Now what I'm going to do is later on, once we've gone through a couple of different things, is I'm going to lay out the four pillars of sleep that you need to think about you don't know these four pillars then make sure you watch this because otherwise you're handicapping yourself right now the first thing to bear in mind is people do not understand men especially do not understand the consequences of not focusing on sleep and what it looks like down the life down the line for your life if you don't actually pay attention and do the things that you need to do here's the thing being awake is a form of low-level brain damage Sleeping is the price that you pay for being awake. You cannot do, you cannot be awake and sacrifice sleep and expect to function as a human being, at least not for long. And if you do function, even on minimal sleep, you're not going to function at the potential and, the, and at the capacity that you're capable of. So here's the thing, right? Insufficient sleep essentially leads down a cascade of, to neural death right or your neural death essentially the the death the decay the breakdown of the neurons in your brain and ultimately puts you at risk of things like dementia and alzheimer's um so that's an important thing to know now as a man so what, what i'm going to do is i'm just going to point out all the things that you need you need to bear you need to bear in mind that what the consequences look like for you and your life down the line if you don't focus on this um if you're looking to lose weight, right, or if you've lost weight in the past, when your sleep is insufficient, and we'll go through what insufficient is in a moment, one, your fuel partitioning is worse, and, and what that essentially means is how what fuels your body uses, whether it breaks down protein, whether it breaks down fat, whether it uses carbohydrates for fuel, gets worse. Your cravings increase, and when you're losing weight, 70% of the weight that you lose is muscle mass, not fat. Which makes your life or someone's life who's trying to lose weight much, much, much worse. If if the goal is just to lose weight, sure, but that's not the goal, right? The goal is to lose fat and to maintain muscle tissue so you can eat a nice amount, enjoy your meals, look good and feel great, right? The goal is not to get skinny fat and, um, fragile because that's ultimately the path that it leads down, um. The reason, if you want to, if you want to know why this happens, is because when you're not getting sufficient sleep, your cortisol levels—cortisol is a, essentially a stress hormone. Um, your cortisol levels are higher, and that's what results in your body reaching for protein, um, muscle essentially, and uh, keeping body fat levels higher. Now, as a man, there are certain things that will impact you. There's certain things that will happen to you as a consequence of not getting sufficient sleep. Men who on average sleep five to six hours, which is a lot of people have the testosterone levels of men that are 10 years older than them, right? Let that sink in for a moment. You could feel 10 years younger, essentially in terms of your testosterone levels, if you actually slept a decent amount. Um, the testicles are smaller, they produce less sperm and the sperm that they do have has more deformities. Then there are other things to bear in mind, right? It's also important to bear in mind that obviously insignificant or insufficient sleep, I should say, is linked to things like cancer, um, heart disease and all these things. Now we're not gonna go into a deep dive because the list is obviously endless. I just wanna point out the things that will impact you immediately. Um, When people sleep too little, They're less motivated to move, meaning making doing even having the motivation to just go out and go to the gym or go for a walk or do the do the things that you need to do to actually be healthy and be in shape, become those things become much harder to do. You don't have the willpower to do those things. You produce less force, and your weakest ultimately, if you do build up the motivation and the drive to go to the gym, you're not getting the benefits that you could because you're not able to produce the same amount of force as you would be able to if you slept a normal amount. Again, we'll we'll dive into what a normal amount is in a second. Um, You fatigue 30% faster. So if you're running something like a 10K, instead of getting fatigued at the 10K, you'd get fatigued after seven. So it's important to bear in mind that you're making your life much, much harder, both in terms of your health and your fitness and your sex drive and your energy levels, but also in terms of your performance in terms of work, how you respond to people in your family, how you, how you interact with colleagues, uh, because it'll impact everything from how you feel, how stressed you get, how you, and and essentially every single part of your life will get worse. Um, so, what is sufficient sleep? Now, let this has been looked at to an extent, and if you let people sleep... So if you take electricity away from people, you put them, you know, out somewhere where they're exposed to just natural light, people on average sleep between seven and a half and nine hours. Um, And they tend to go to sleep quite early. So in the 1940s, on average, people slept 7.9 hours, so almost eight hours, essentially. Now, on average, people sleep six hours and 31 minutes, with a trend decreasing, right? So people are sleeping less and less and less and less. Also, as you may have noticed, people are getting fatter and fatter and fatter, Um, the rates of cancer are going up, rates of diabetes are going up, rates of dementia and Alzheimer's are going up, all these things, heart disease, everything's increasing continuously because we're basically just ignoring all the things that we have to do to be who we need to be or what what our potential is as a human being. Um, So what are the four pillars of sleep? What are the four things that you need to care about when you're looking at at your sleep? So you actually perform at a high level and you feel great because that's ultimately what the goal is here, right? The goal here is to feel great and to look great so that you can keep performing and crushing life however old you are until the day that it's all over. Um, So four pillars, Pillar one, duration. That's the one that most people look at all the time. Is how long am I sleeping for? Right now, it's important to note to note that if you focus on focusing on just one thing, so let's say just just duration, then you're ignoring the other three. You can't just ignore the other three. They're just as important. So duration is important, um, and we've gone through that. Right, we know that the, we know that the duration, on average, for most people, is more than seven hours, probably more than seven and a half, seven and a half. As you get older, that decreases, and so on. Um, And as you sleep less, you also age faster. So it's kind of a trade-off there. Um, So you're essentially making yourself older as well by not sleeping enough. Um, But we've already gone through that in terms of testosterone levels, right? Um, Quality, sleep quality is important. Now, it's difficult... To really gauge sleep quality, but you'll probably know by how you feel in the morning. That's probably one of the best gauges. Otherwise, you've got things like this ring that folks that measure sleep quality, you've got things like Fitbits and those kind of things. That can give you a rough insight, but they're but but they're by no means a perfect um, solution, basically. Regularity. Regularity is pillar number three. Three, not four. We'll go through the fourth one in a second. Pillar number three is regularity. Regularity essentially means that the time at which you go to sleep and the time at which you wake up is pretty much the same every single day. Most people do not do this. Most people have a sleep pattern for the week and a sleep pattern for the weekend. And they try and make up the lack of sleep from the week on the weekend, which you can't really do. You can do it to an extent, but realistically, your life is still worse after that. So you need to find a fine balance with something and look, if you have the occasional day that's not perfect, it happens. We have things, people have kids, kids cry, you have to get up at night, think, you know, people travel every now and again, it's a one-off. But if it's a regular thing, if it's every weekend, things are irregular. or every night, one night you go to sleep at 10, one night you get to sleep at 10, uh, 12, one night you get to sleep at 2am, t- and it's just rotating and rotating around, our bodies love regularity and patterns and things being equal because... That's essentially how we function, right? If you've watched the other video, if you've watched the movement power principle, you'll understand why it relates to the sun. Um, The final one is continuity, right? Now, A lot of people have issues with continuity and that is essentially how often they wake up at night. Now, waking up at night is normal. It's one thing to bear in mind. It's normal to wake up every now and again at night. Most of the time when you wake up, you won't even remember it. However, waking up at night and then going through a to-do list in your head because you're stressed and then and then your brain creating all these other issues that you haven't thought about and then struggling to go to sleep is an issue. So if that is one of the things that's the biggest challenge for you, then it's worth working on that and seeing how you can work on that and there are things you can do. Once you've watched this, by all means, or if you've listened to this, you know, leave a comment. And then we can dive into the individual issues that someone may have and see how we get around them. But here again, four pillars that are important: duration, quality, regularity, and continuity. Right? All of them are important. You can't just focus on one. You'll probably be weaker in one or two of them. And if you fix that, your life will be much, much, much better. And start stacking the power principles, because honestly. You will make your life so much better than what it is now and not only will you thank yourself, your family, your colleagues, everyone that you interact with will enjoy spending time with you more and you'll have more energy and more drive to actually spend time with people and be the person that you actually want to be. Again, take from this episode what you will, take the power principles that you can simply fit into your life now, and if you can stack them one on top of another over the course of time, they will amplify the results you get, but even if you just start with one or two, that's a great place to begin. Now, in this episode specifically, I want to give a huge shout out to Matthew Walker. If you haven't read his book on sleep... Why we sleep, I highly suggest you do so because this is one of the biggest things, most important things you can do in life that will domino across, across the rest of your life and have only positive effects.